if you like betting on golf. But everyone that you back misses the cut, get some experts involved. With all the stats and the tips and so much more, cause it's the golf betting system, the golf betting system, it's the golf betting system. Greetings and welcome to the Golf Betting System Podcast 156. This is our 2021 WGC Dell Technologies Match Play Plus Corrales Punta Cana Championship Tips and Picks episode. Take a breath. Paul Williams and Barry O'Hanrahan join me, Steve Bamford, discuss this week's PGA Tour and World Golf Championship action. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, guys. Morning, everyone. This podcast is for listeners of 18 and above. Please be gamble aware. You can visit begambleaware.org for more information. And of course, please bet responsibly. Visit our world famous golf betting system website with our in depth betting previews, masses of tournament statistics, and our predictor models, all available completely free of charge with no paywall. Please subscribe to this podcast and drive the popularity of the show. We are available on social media. Barry is on Twitter, he is at a good talk golf. Paul is at Golf Betting. I am at Bamford Golf. You can join our Golf Betting System Facebook uh, Facebook group. The link is available in the description box. I let another 12 people in this morning, so welcome to those individuals. Plus, look out for the Steve Bamford Golf YouTube channel, where I present the Golf Betting Show every week. Now, it's time for our listener reviews. Your reviews power this podcast. So, if you could spend the time giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, leave your name and where you are from in the review. I will read them out in future episodes. And if you're in the growing band of YouTube listeners, please subscribe and like the show. Right, first review, best ever five stars. Hi, I'm Ella, based in the United States, originally from Nigeria. Would be unfair to not drop a comment after bumping into Steve's video two years ago, and I have now jumped on the podcast. Not one yet, they always say that, but always close, thanks to the info you guys give. I listen to the podcast over and over before a tournament just to make sure I haven't missed anything important. It's surely the best golf betting pod out there. That is from Sir Fee. And they are in uh, Ella. She's in the United States of America. Very good. Uh, Thank you. Very good. Next up, one from Ireland, Barry. A great listen. Five stars. I really enjoy the show. Very informative and knowledgeable for anyone who likes a bet on the golf. Keep up the excellent work. And that is from Falcon Snow 147 in the Republic of Ireland. And then we have one from Australia. Here we go. Great show. Five stars. Stumbled across the show about six months ago and instantly loved the guys. I've bet on golf for years and find the boys' breakdown of tournaments very helpful. They don't always pick the winners, (laughs) in brackets, but who does in golf? But it's a very enjoyable listen each week and they will help you find some good place bets. Keep up the good works, guys. That is from Tony. His uh, handle is AlbiChemo and he is in. Australia, the other side of the world, gentlemen, the power of the podcast. Fantastic. The global uh, mi- reach. Mission activated to prove, yeah, mission activated to prove Tony wrong and pick a couple of winners, guys. <laughs> yeah, so well, it's, on, it's, let's get our, it's inbound, isn't it? 
18. <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, I, I love the faith. <laughs> it's been bad, isn't it? Yeah, let's I, hope so, Steve. I thought we had it last week with Shane Lowry. I've actually so got a, was... I've got a screenshot on my screen here of the of Shane teeing it off on the tenth hole, and there's the leaderboard, and it's got Aaron Wise, yeah, Aaron Wise at fourteen under through five holes, and then we've got tied for second Shane Lowry, Matt Jones, Brandon Haggy, and then Robert Streben Henley at seven under, and that that's kind of the time I was, so, I was telling Barry off, Mark, I was absolutely. Totally and utterly out of it on um, Saturday night. Tired, fell asleep on the settee, went to bed, woke up really excited. Where's Shane? Got a great <laughs> chance, Shane Larry, this week. And I just, it was about, I don't know, 10 past six Sunday morning. The boy let me have a lie in 10 past six. And it's like, oh, just scrolling and scrolling. <laughs> and I just, I Keep said, scrolling. Oh, I was just, it was Expletive City away away from, uh, from my uh, six year old child. What has he done, this Shane Lowry? I think it was six bogeys in the last eight holes. He had an awful back nine, didn't he? It was it a forty? I think he shot something like that. Yeah, from... that golf course is a brute. It really is. When it when it has you by grabbed by the neck, it's just not letting you go. Um, you've got to make those birdies, may... haven't you? In, uh, early on, you've got to get yourself ahead of the you've game. Got to get two, two, three under through those first four, aren't you? Yeah. Mm. The thing is, like, it's we ask for challenging golf, but there's something about that golf course that makes it not interesting to watch challenging golf. It's, I don't know what it is for me. It's uh, well, it's do they, do they overhype it with this bear trap kind of um, line that they take, or something? Something about the tournament didn't grab me. Now maybe it's because the last few, I mean, what the last six, seven weeks has been sensational on the PGA Tour. Um, and maybe it's just a little hangover from that, and you need, and I needed a break, um, or maybe it is just the PGA National is a, it's a rough one to kind of really engage with. Yeah, yeah, it, was it, destro- it destroyed Shane. Yeah, <laughs> so. it did. Yeah. yeah, it was a shame. Yeah, definitely a drop down in class, wasn't it, last week in terms of the players? So field strength. You know, yeah, we've been. I mean, you know, over the last few weeks, we've been blessed with some uh, some fantastic tournaments, haven't we? So. It needed to come eventually, and of course, everyone's back in action this week, aren't they? So it's understandable if you haven't took a breather. With the with the way that the things flow, that you're going from the players, which is a huge event, like lots of mental energy being spent, into that, then at the Honda, and then immediately the week after, you're starting on the Wednesday for the match play. Okay, it's only for the top sixty four guys, but it's um. You can see very few of those top 64 putting much effort into the Honda when there's the match play, a WGC match play is coming up on a short week as well. It almost makes sense to have a little break week. Yeah. I saw I saw Andy Johnson uh, tweet that, uh, or I think he was saying it on his pod. So I, I don't know. It's it's just a rough one. <laughs> Let's move forward. I'm sure, I hopefully Shane has as well. Uh, it was kind of, it kind of sucked. I was pretty much counting the place money as a lock and uh, that, that disappeared. So, yeah, yeah. So I, disappeared. It was, I wonder if he just went out of steam because he, he went up to um, Augusta with Westwood, didn't he, Monday, Tuesday? And it just, you know, yeah. Thursday, Friday. When he chipped in on Friday, 
on 18. Little fist pump, you could see he was really mm. into it. And I, that's what really gave me those positive vibes. He's into this, seriously. And when, he's, yeah. when they spoke to him in an interview, um, and he said the same, exactly the same thing at the players, I need a challenging golf course to get my juices flowing. You know, 22 under, I just can't. I need a course where it's sort of edge of the you know, seat of the pants stuff, pars and birdies and bogeys. That's what gets me going. He said that in an interview. And I was really excited. And then it just the wheels just fell off, just totally fell off. One thing I will say before I go, it was good for me. I had Brandon, uh, Brendan Steele shot that 65 yep. to get me a, a full each-way return. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a nice yeah, Sunday, wasn't it? Nice Matt, Jones, Matt Jones breaks into the top 50. I believe, of course, he also gets a Masters uh, invite now. Top 50 in the world now, Matt Jones. What were you saying off uh, Mike about Matt Jones, Barry, and the fact that... Um, yeah, when it comes to I, I tough, saw... hard golf courses, that this he's, he's different grave, isn't he, Jones? It was crazy. I saw some, somebody posted his uh, just his results on OWGR, so you you see the course uh, alongside the result and the correlation between tough golf courses that involve wind um, and possibly a little bit of ball rolling out. His results on them are just complete standouts. It's incredible. Uh, so. One to note for the future, but like a very hard one to pull uh, pre-event. Yeah. Maybe after you saw him start or something. But it's uh, there was only what, a little sign of life at Riviera a few weeks ago. I, I guess if you properly thought about it, you know, tricky golf course. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a tough test fast, of golf. And, fast, firm fairways, yeah. releasing greens yeah. and 15 to 20 mile an hour wind or more. Exactly. But it's, it was still a bit of a stretch to make the, the full grab and, and back him. So uh, he was brilliant. And oh my God, how fast does that guy play? It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Refreshing. Especially when he was grouped with JB Holmes. <laughs> oh God. I can't believe they I can't believe they didn't take an opportunity to give him uh, penalty shots in a, let's call it a low level tour event, which is what it was this year. Um, it was a perfect opportunity to ping him with that. And kind of set their stall out. They just don't care about it. They really, they don't. Um, but he's he's taken the piss at this stage. Like that's that's bad for their brand. So maybe it is something they'll look at. Just I for for informational purposes, the Masters, the top fifty in the world after the match play, get invites. Um, on well, the cutoffs this Sunday. That's just for information purposes only. So there might be a few players at the world match play this week, Paul. Yeah. Who can actually sneak into the Masters field. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at someone like I don't know. I'm just I'm just I'm literally clutching at straws here. I mean that's that's how I make a living. But JT Poston? Yeah, there's a few down in that kind of mm. late fifties and sixties brackets. Yeah. Um, who, Adam who Long, those Ian kind Polton. of players. Yeah. 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 I, I take it they'd need to get out of the group. That's kind of... Ta- Taylor Gooch would be another one. Yeah, you, to get some decent uh, ranking points, you do need to get out of the group, which is easier said than done, of course. But uh, yeah, it would be a big character, a few of them, wouldn't it? Who are kind of in that just uh, in that bubble area just outside the top 50 and haven't mm. already got a uh, got an invite locked up. So um, yeah. Do you know who will have that this week tracked properly is Nosferatu. Yeah, absolutely. Great follow on uh, Twitter, Nosferatu, for the anything OWG or related. It's the best. 
Well, that's the, that's the segue then. The World Golf Championship Dell Match Play. I said uh, Dell Technologies. Oh, Dell Technologies Match Play. Yeah, it's Dell Technologies. Right. Um, it's the one week of the year that's different. So we thought we'd do something different with the show this week. Um, I'm going to hand over to Paul, who's always in the chair for the Dell Match Play and has had a few winners over the years of this, even though... It's it's um, it's really kind of lottery like this one, isn't it? I mean, I talk about the Bob Hope lottery in the on the PGA Tour. This one is um, this one's different kind of gravy, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 a bit divisive, isn't it? In terms of the you know whether people people like it or or not, it's a bit marmite, isn't it? In terms of an event, and uh, I know a number of punters just give it a miss completely, but mm. others absolutely love it. But uh, yeah, I. Um, I enjoy it when the players are playing well, of course, that I've backed. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the olden days, before they changed the format, you could you could be uh, you could be shot to pieces after the first day. Your players could be out, and you could be sitting there twiddling your thumbs for the rest of the uh, tournament. But uh, yeah, all change. We'll go through the format in a second. But yes, um, we're off to Texas for the World Match Play. Top sixty-four in the world um, should be here. We've got a few missing. Brooks Kepka, who's uh, had some knee surgery. It'd be interesting to see if he makes it to Augusta, but uh, that's got to put serious doubts on his uh, attendance in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, Justin Rose isn't playing. Adam Scott, uh, Gary Woodland, of course, uh, Tiger Woods isn't playing either. So those five are out. So five players from just outside the top 64 have managed to get themselves into the field for this week. Um, it starts on Wednesday, of course. So we're recording this Tuesday morning. Uh, it starts tomorrow. The uh, Kenya, Savannah, Kenya Savannah Classic, which I previewed yesterday, is in progress at the moment. So um, in play only um, if you're having a bet on that. My preview, for what it's worth, is on the, uh, on the website if you want to come and have a look and see who I've um, gone for this week. But that's already in progress. As I say, the World Match Play starts tomorrow, Wednesday. Um, looking at the market, it's always, always a strange market because you don't get these kind of extremely short prices because of the format so uh, Justin Thomas is the favourite 12 to 1 Bryson DeChambeau 14s uh, Dustin Johnson 14 to 1 John Rahm 14 to 1 so you've got three players there vying for uh, second favouritism at the 14 to 1 point uh, Rory McIlroy 20 to 1 Colin Morikawa 22s uh, Patrick Reed, Paul Casey Jordan Spieth 25 to 1 then you're into the likes of Patrick Cantlay, uh, Victor Hovland, Xander, 28 to 1, 30 to 1 bar those players. Now you do have a couple of options this week. A few of the bookies are taking a different stance on this. So traditionally, um, over here in the UK, you've had um, quarter the odds for the top four if you're playing an each way or placing an each way bet on this event in the in the past. So uh, essentially, if your player got through to the semi-finals, you placed him each way, you'd get yourself an each way payout of a quarter of the odds. A few bookies, um, the ones that stick out, Boyle Sports, uh, Paddy Power, Betfair over here, have gone a fifth of the odds for a top eight finish. So that means if your player gets through to the quarterfinals, then you're getting yourself a an each way payout this week rather than getting all the way through to the semis. Now, Again, as always with these things, there's a differential in price, and um, you're generally finding there's you know a notch or two off each of the odds as a result of taking these top five or, or top eight rather than top four prices. But um, 
it's certainly food for thought and uh, you know the, the words that you've uh, been instilling in me barry over the last few weeks about taking these longer prices have, have certainly washed through because it worked well it's it's it's, it's work in progress i'd say but okay <laughs> but I, I have give you, well, let, let me give you an example i'm seeing patrick reed here 25 to 1 across the board this week to win this Mm-hmm. So you can have twenty-five to one, four places in a so top four quarter the odds, or you can have twenty-five to one, eight places so reach the quarterfinal and fifty odds with ball sports. Take you take no you know, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? Justin Thomas is the same. I'm seeing Justin Thomas twelve to one with ball sports, which is the best price in the market. Eight yeah, places yeah, each yeah. way, fifty odds. Yeah, you there are a few it, nuggets out there. Yeah, to be point. fair, and, and this is what we keep saying week on week in week out on the podcast. You know. If you if you want you know if you're a regular golf punter having a Boyle Sports account right now you know Xander Schauffele Boyle Sports his best price with William Hill at the moment we're recording this uh, Tuesday morning over here in the UK twenty eight to one with William Hill four places or twenty eight to one with Boyle Sports eight places at fifty odds what would you do it's a no brainer isn't it it is because that's an entire additional round your player's got to win. An entire yeah. different, you know, an extra match they've got to win to make it through from the uh, from the quarters of the semis. Oh. So. And with every other bookmaker, Sandra is either twenty fives or twenty twos. So you could be having twenty two to one at four places with someone like Bet Victor. It's like, oh. so a Boyle Sports account absolutely vital right now. Don't forget, of course, you can sign up as a new customer via Golf Betting System. There are individual deals for those of you in the Republic of Ireland and in the UK. Key terms and conditions available on the website. They are also seven places each way of 50 odds at the Corrales Punta Cana Championship this week. So actually, if you're looking at it in terms of additional places over industry standard, across both events, they're six, uh, giving away six additional spots just this week alone. Mm, so yeah, you. absolutely. Yeah, they've, been, uh, they've been very aggressive recently, which is good to see, isn't it? Um, and yes, back to my point on you, Barry. Um, I've placed all of my bets this week in that uh, top eight market and and, and taken mm-hmm. a small um, knock on the prices on some of them, not all of them, as you say. Um, which uh, yeah, I, I think that's the way to play it. But each for their own, as ever. Um, the format of the event, well, the format changed back in twenty fifteen. It did used to be this straight knockout of sixty four the way through to the final. Now they play it in sixteen groups of four. Um, there's a round robin for those groups. So every player in each group plays each other once over Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then you go into the straight knockout from there. So 16 becomes 8, becomes 4, and becomes 2 on the Sunday's final. Um, I guess what that does do is it gives players the chance that if they do lose on Wednesday, that's not the end of their tournament. Um, it does make it trickier if you do lose your first game because the permutations then become a little bit more complex and uh, you'll often find that as a result of that, the players who lose a game end up um, having to progress via a playoff potentially um, unless the results in the group particularly go their way. Um, but it's well you know, it's well within the realms of possibility to lose one of those three matches and still progress through to the, um, to the, to the knockout stages. So it all is not lost this time as it used to be once upon a time when uh, yeah you, you could find all your bets down the down the pan by Wednesday evening and uh, looking for a reload it's uh, yeah I, I quite like the format the um, there wasn't the glitz and glamour of the draw show which we've seen in the past yesterday 
Um, it was all pre-drawn, so um, it was just, uh, as you said earlier, Barry, off mic, it was just a reveal, really, of the um, of the groups rather than uh, r- rather than the actual uh, did live draw, which is, has been done in the past. We'll put a link through to uh, the full bracket so you can see exactly who is playing who. It's always useful to have a view, then, of, um, of how these brackets and how these quarters pan out, so... If you are looking to place a bet, um, potentially one from each quarter, just to make sure that your players aren't meeting each other at the group stage or potentially the, the first knockout stage, which would uh, would mean that you're going to stand less chance of getting a return, potentially. Anyway, back to the course. Um, Austin Country Club is where we play now. It's a Pete Dye track. Uh, Pete Dye, think of um, Harbour Town, TPC, Louisiana. Um, Whistling Straits, of course, TPC Sawgrass from a couple of weeks back as well. Um, quite specialised, and some players do get on much better than others at peat dye tracks. And there is a peat dye variable in the in the predictor model this week for the match play. So, if you want to see who has performed best over the last few years on peat dye tracks, then uh, you can pump that into your variable in your predictor and see uh, see how that uh, impacts your output from there. The course, 7,127-yard par 71, risk and reward, really. Par fives, the three of them on the 6th, the 12th and the 16th, they're all about 580 yards, um, but they can be quite pivotal in terms of match play, as can the three short par fours, um, all of them sub 400 yards. They're on the 5th, the 13th, when these matches start to get uh, really quite um, critical. And then, of course, on the 18th hole as well, which um, offers a few options from off the tee, where the brave or those um, needing to get um, to, to win the hole can have a pop at the hole. And those who uh, want to play it more um, strategically can, can leave themselves at the top of the hill with a wedge in. It's, a, uh, it's an interesting hole that does um, create a lot of drama coming down the end of these uh, these matches each year. Um. Since the restoration, there was a restoration here in 2016. Since the restoration, the greens have been relayed with Tiff Eagle, Tiff Eagle Bermuda. Um, and uh, I guess the course now, we've seen it a few years. It, it, we switched here in 2016. So this is the will be the fifth renewal of it. So we've, we've seen it a few times. If you're looking at the uh, stats historically, and again on the website, we go back all the way to 1999. Um, then there are some different tracks where this has been played. It used to be played at... Um, uh, Dove Mountain, didn't it? TPC yep. Harding Park in 2015 was one of the uh, different tracks as well. But if you're looking for these Austin tracks, 2016 onwards, so 16, 17, 18 and 19. Just some recent winners then, just to give a flavour of what uh, kind of player I've got, has got over the line on, on this event in the past. 2010 was Ian Poulter, 28 to 1. I think I was on Poulter back then, back in the day. 2011, Donald, Luke Donald, 35 to 1. Uh, 2012 was Hunter Mahan, 50 to 1. <laughs> 2013, yeah. Wow. You kind of read, read the name and uh, yeah, give yeah. him where he is now. It's, Playing it's in Punta Cana this week. Yeah, exactly. Likely to miss the cut. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, 2013, uh, Matt Kuchar, 35 to 1. 2014, Jason Day. 20 to 1. All of those events were at uh, Dove Mountain. 2015, they moved to Harding Park. Rory McElroy won that single event that was held at Harding Park. 11 to 1, McElroy was. Jackson Day, 2016, 14 to 1. That was the first year at Austin. 2017 was Dustin Johnson at 10 to 1. 
2018 Bubba Watson 50 to 1 and 2019 was Kevin Kisner at 80 to 1. So all of those winners going back to 2010, they were all ranged between, well, the favourite, uh, the shortest price was Rory McIlroy 11 to 1. In fact, no, sorry, Dustin Johnson 10 to 1. Uh, longest was KK last time out at 80 to 1. So no massive shocks um, and a few of the uh, short price favourites have gone in over the years as well. So a bit of a mix. Um, a bit of a mix in terms of the weather as well. Thursday, uh, potentially going to be quite windy. So there's a bit of rain. There's a weather front coming through. There's potentially a bit of rain um, more in the morning than the afternoon. And potential for some wind to get up to kind of 25, 30 mile an hour gusts as well. Potential for a bit of wind on Sunday, although it's a little bit further away. So um, we shall see about that. But um, it can make the course quite tricky. So I, I don't think the course is incidental. I know when we're playing match plays, you know, the, the whole kind of theory of it is it's man v man and the course is quite um, academic but um, I'm not sure it is here it does not true yeah I think it's got it's got to add a uh, it's got to add a, a level of um, variability to it particularly when there's uh, there's some weather involved as well so uh, so yeah I think well worth considering the, uh, the the style of the track and um, you know in theory the track uh, being a relatively short par 71 should should uh, suit the, uh, the the more accurate types but um, that's, you know again reading through the list of winners here day DJ Barber you know Kevin Kisner is the only one that you'd probably put into that bracket who who kind of fits the mold of the track more than um, than, than you'd expect so yeah lots of lots of variables this week as ever in this format um other just a couple of trends to go through before Kevin Kisner won, the uh, the previous five winners had all won an event in one of their previous five starts, and in fact, Jason 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 Day and Dustin Johnson had both won on their previous start before coming and being victorious here mm. in Austin. So it's this a good win, recent form. Yeah, so this win-win scenario with Thomas is definitely on. Yeah, absolutely. It's you know there's, there's been a lot of good form players who've come and uh, performed well in this event. Um, and if you go back all the way to 2013, every one of the winners had got at least a quarter-final finish or better at some point in this event in their in their history. And um, going all the way back to 2010, there's no debutants there who'd, uh, who'd been victorious either. So, yeah, a bit of history, a bit of um, experience in this format um, and a bit of experience in match play is definitely something to be um, to consider this week. And there are an awful lot of debutants this week. It's got to be said when you work through. And again, you can kind of glean that from the, uh, the history stats that are on the website. Um, there are a lot of players who are making their, their WGC debut. And, and of course, some are going to have amateur match play experience. Some of them have played in uh, you know, various other match play events over the years. But uh, but this this is quite specialised. And I think um, you know it, it's well worth considering players who've, um, who've played well or have some practical experience of this event in the past. Um, so yeah, I've got my bracket here. So I thought the well, best thing to do probably is if we work through the, the, the four quarters and um, if you've got a particular fancy of players that are going to go through a group or players that are going to go through um, the quarter um, and either reach the quarterfinals or the semifinals to pay out these um, these each way bets, then, uh, then that'll be the time to pipe up chaps. So um, I'll start in the top left corner. So we're talking about the quarter that contains Dustin Johnson as the top seed. Um, Sung Jae is seed 16, and then Webb Simpson and Tyrrell Hatton's groups as well. Um, so, uh, DJ, first of all, DJ, Kevin Nahr, McIntyre, um, 
Adam Long, I don't see a great deal of challenge there to DJ um, as to whether he can go all the way. I mean, we've, we've seen DJ over the last couple of weeks and it's not, not been quite right to me. What well, I don't know about you guys. No. Yeah. Ever since um, Sunday of Riviera, things went a little bit awry for him and it's just not been uh, it's not been ideal since then he's kind of the driver's turned into a yeah. little bit of a two-way miss uh, machine rather than the missile launcher it was so if you had if he had been in his form pre Riviera going into this you'd really fancy him but uh, it just depends what he's done in the the off week between the players and now to to clean things up and you know you wouldn't put it past DJ but uh, recent history is kind of uh, saying maybe just look uh, the thing is with DJ with his B game he can still go and cruise that group um, and and then it's game on from there because it's match play yeah so not a bet for me but um, yeah just my two cents on it I've got some stats here from Justin Ryan since the match play moved to Austin Country Club, 36% of groups were won by the top seed. So that's players 1 through 16. So you think of that threat. Was that 5 out of 16 this week? I like this being win- to be won by the top seed. Right, okay. Second seed, 25%. Third seed, 22%. Fourth seed, 17%. Seven players seeded fifth or lower made the quarterfinals. So that's seven players across. That would be, what, Four renewals, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, you, you, just to put that into context, you look at that bracket. The one that would shouts to me that is DJ's nearest challenger would be Kevin Nar. He's yes. been playing some quite nice stuff recently. Yeah, he has. He's got that recent win as well, hasn't he? So there's, um, you know, the thing with Nar is he's not always a player who can make it through um, four days. Uh, of tournament play, let alone what will be mm. what seven seven matches he'll have to play to to get himself through to the uh, to, to the final. But um, yeah, you know, to get Mac- out of the group though, yeah, stranger things have happened. You could see DJ yeah. going home because, like Barry said, the two way miss off the tee, the putt has been quirky. It's been clunky. I think yeah. he's potentially, you know, that isn't as you looked at the odds to win that group. Clearly, DJ will be you know, crazy odds on, but. It could be a surprise in there. Just, just, just a little nugget about how well you probably you do need to play in the groups. Uh, looking back at 2019, there are seven guys that had a record of uh, two wins and one loss and didn't make it through the group stages. So, read into you know three. You just have to be thinking, my God, you know, whoever you're backing in the outright market, you got to visualize and see him winning all three yeah. games. If there's a little bit of doubt, then it just becomes a much trickier proposition to pull the trigger on D- the bet. DJ eleven to ten on to win that group. Kevin Nah one hundred thirty. McIntyre fours and Adam Long eleven to two. Yeah, I, I, I was to say I, I wasn't overly interested in that group. And then the, they'll be playing the winner of Song Im, Victor Perez, Mark Leishman, and uh, Henley. Um, you got a pick in there, Barry. One, one of yours, I think, wasn't it? In the first group, yeah, the, the second one, 
Did you go on Leishman or am I dreaming? Oh, sorry, I do, I do, yeah, beg your pardon. I've <laughs> half tuned out for a second. <laughs> I've, I've got the list of the groups, but I don't have the bracket up yet uh, okay. <laughs> to, to match off the groups, so I'm just like, what is he talking about? Um, I do. I have Leishman because, uh, you know, a little bit of wind, um, the golf course can get firm and bouncy. There were, a, you know, little bits of signs of life there at uh, Bay Hill, I think it was, with the long game. And it's kind of, uh, you know, also buying into that biorhythm thing with the Masters coming up. And, you know, we have in our head that Leishman always plays well at the Masters. He's only got one really good result. But the it seems there's always a positivity about him when it comes to this time of year. So I figured <clears throat> for 100 to 1, uh, for him to get to, you know, look, if he wins, he wins. Great. Same with any of the bets. But... 100 to 1, if he gets to the quarters, I get my 150 odds uh, place payout. And I don't see that beyond uh, the realms of possibility. So I took a punt on it. Match play could be the thing to really free him up completely. He yeah. topped, topped greens in regulation at the players, Leishman. In that group. That's spectacular. Yeah, in, <laughs> in miss, that group. Im, what did he do? Miss the cut of ear? Yeah, exactly. So the putt in the <laughs> short back. Im is 6 to 4 favourite. Uh, Russell Henley at five to two, Perez at seven to two, and Mark Leishman is the outsider of that group, a hundred to thirty. There you go. I'm exactly with Barry. I would plump for Leishman in that group. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not without you know outside the realms of possibility that he ma- he makes it through. Um, you know that that section, and you know again, you know the DJ Nar McIntyre long group. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if DJ goes through, then that's going to be the next hurdle. But if he doesn't, then um, you know there's potential for progression after that as well. He could be adding to that seventeen percent of fourth seeds. Oh, no, is, is he top seed in that group? Leishman. Yeah. No, Sanjay. No, he's third. No, Sanjay's yeah, top, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Victor yeah. Perez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah. I, th- I, I think for me, Leishman's the pick of that group. Cool. Well, further down then, um, we've got Webb Simpson, Paul Casey. Uh, Hughes, Mackenzie Hughes, and Talo Gooch in one group, and in Group Nine that is, and then we've got Till Hatton, Lee Westwood, Sergio Garcia, and Matt Wallace in an all European, potentially an all Ryder Cup um, group for this coming year. Should Matt Wallace find his way into that uh, in, into that team this year? Uh, some, an interesting grouping. I mean, I've got one pick in that section myself. Um, I, I've got to say, I, I was close on Casey. Um, you know, he's he's played well. He's got that recent win. Um, he was backed off the board yesterday, and uh, that was even before the groups came out. And um, you know, his his group against Simpson, Hughes, Gooch doesn't look overly strong, does it? And you can see Casey getting through um, that particular group. Um, the question then will be: Let's assume he gets through. The, the question then will be: Who does he play? And and for me, out of Hatton, Westwood, Garcia, and Wallace. Hatton is the most likely player to progress there. Um, Westwood's had a couple of fantastic efforts in recent weeks, isn't he? But a um, bit off the boil last week, as you'd expect. And, you know, perhaps it's going to start to take its toll, those those efforts, both physically and mentally. I'm, Lee's, Lee's knocking 50 now, so it's going to be... Um, it's going to be taking its toll on him, I guess. Um, Sergio, I, I still can't trust him with his putting, particularly in this format, where I think he's going to need to be able to putt. Um, to progress and, and Matt Wallace um, for all of his qualities um, still got a bit of a temperament on him and um, you know he's, he's relatively um, 
inexperienced at this kind of format and this kind of level. So for me, Hatton's had a fantastic, what, 16 months now, hasn't he? He's won four times in that period. Got a win in Abu Dhabi a few weeks back as well. And um, you know, for me, he'd progress from that group. He'd beat those other three players or find a way to get through that group. And then it would be potentially against Casey for a, for a, a, a group for a place in the quarterfinals. And given a Hatton Casey match, um, I plump for Hatton simply because I think he's going to be the the player who can make those critical extra putts when push comes to shove. And from there, well, I guess if he gets it, makes it through to the quarterfinals, and that's the each way um, place paid, and that's uh, forty no no twenty eight to one rather with Hatton that I took with the eight places. And then he's potentially against us, you know, if, if, if what we've talked about with the other side of the group comes through, Leishman versus Dustin Johnson. You know, uh, there's potential then for Hatton to progress further and further and potentially all the way through to the final, in my view. Don't know, was there any, anyone at the bottom there, you guys, had, a, had an eye on? Casey 6-4 to four to win the group. Simpson at 2-1. to one. Talor Gooch at 4s. Mackenzie Hughes at 5s. For me... Casey definitely wins that group. Um, I could actually see a scenario. I'm going to go against you. I could see a scenario where Casey gets out of that quadrant. Like you say, Hatton, Westwood, Garcia, Wallace. I see Hatton winning that group. I think Westwood's potentially at the end of his tether physically. Matt Wallace... He could he could win a game by you know, he could win seven and six one day and lose seven and six the next day with Wallace at the moment and Sergio he's got a great die record he could be he could spring a surprise Sergio and we know that his strokes gain approach at the moment is unbelievable but I could I potentially could see a scenario where you could have Leishman qualifying from the top quadrant and Casey from the bottom quadrant of that section of the board you'd have those two find it out. Yeah, for a semi-final in the court, spot. In the quarterfinal, for a semi-final spot? Yeah, okay. Would not be surprised in the slightest with Leishman and Casey. Yeah, yeah. I just, no, the, trouble, the trouble with Casey is, you know, my, uh, if I'm going to have a, a bet on Casey, actually, in a, in the match play, it probably isn't the worst angle to go at. And I, yeah. Yeah, I, I've, I've actually backed him at 25. So yeah, I'm, and plenty I'm on, board, I'm on board the Casey train this week. Plenty have. Okie dokie. I'm, I'm going to keep my powder dry on that. Yeah. I near, it nearly bit me a few weeks ago when I <laughs> ripped into you. Yep. <laughs> he just you know, he plays but, some outstanding stuff at the moment. He is, yeah, no, he, he really is. He really is playing great golf. But, you know, he's still lost. So, yep. it's um, he's the kind of guy, he's got that dogged kind of grit about him when it... Uh, when it comes to match play that you kind of want on your side. Mm. So, uh, mm. yeah, I can totally see it. Okay, so let's uh, let's shift along to the um, to the second quarter. Then this is Justin Thomas's quarter, effectively okay. as the top seed. Um, so we've got the top half of that. We've got Justin Thomas against Louis Oosthuizen, Kevin Kisner, the defending champion, uh, Matt, Matt Kuchar, uh, who made the final last time in twenty nineteen, um, and has also won a WG Mac, WGC match play in the past as well. The winner of that. Uh, group will play either Matt Fitzpatrick, Matt Wolf, Corey Connors, or Jordan Spieth. And again, I've got a pick in this section for the outright, and I've, I've plumped for Justin Thomas. Um, and I know he's the favourite. Um, he was my—he was the first name on my list, to be honest. 
and um, should he make it through the group? To be honest, it's not the easiest of groups, but you can say that about all the groups when you look at it on paper, can't you? Um, That's been christened the group that group of death, apparently. That one's not so nice. Yeah. It, like, I don't know. I don't know. It, you've, if Kisner, if Kisner had been in a completely different part of the uh, part of the, um, the, yeah. the group or a different part of the uh, tournament, full Pro. stop. You know, I might have been tempted to go for him at around about the 70, 80 to 1 mark because he's clearly shown a liking for the format and clearly shown a liking for the uh, for the track. So, so, yeah, I, a tough one. But, uh, yeah, I've gone for Thomas. Um, you know, if you go back to the stat that I said earlier, before Kisner won, um, all, all five of the previous winners had won recently and, of course, he won at the uh, Pete Dye track at TPC Sawgrass um, a couple of weeks back. Um Dustin Johnson and Jason Day had both won their previous start as well, so that ticks another box, doesn't it? Um, and he was fourth here in 2018. He lost to the eventual winner, which was Bubba Watson back then. Um, but he's also shown some decent match play form in the years, isn't he? A top top scorer for Team USA last time there was the Ryder Cup. And we've seen him win back-to-back in the past. He won in um, Hawaii twice, didn't he? Going back in 2017, I think it was. Um, won the uh, Tournament of Champions and then the Sony Open the week after. So... Um, he's got history in that kind of um, scenario in the past, and um, I think he's going to be hungry. You know, he's had a rough few weeks, isn't he, Justin? And uh, he clearly got himself over that with a fantastic back nine at TPC Sawgrass, and uh, he should be feeling, you know, at the top of his game right now. See, I, I, I see. That... I, sorry, I see him making it past Ostausen, Kisner, and Kuchar. Yeah. I guess the biggest threat okay. then, yeah, a biggest threat potentially, Jordan Spieth in the next round. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's written in the stars, and it was interesting with that draw. It wasn't actually a draw; it was just a kind of un- an unveiling, wasn't it? Yeah, an unveiling. Yeah. Let's pull back the curtains. <laughs> oh, <laughs> JT and Spieth. Yeah, yeah. In this the was last over. 16, yeah. <laughs> it um, that group, Paul, that Thomas is in, that feels to me like like an almost banker for a playoff to get through to the the round of sixteen. You know, Usti's got a, a phenomenal match play yeah, record yeah. without winning. Kisner's brilliant at it as well. Kucher, look, he's way off the boil, but uh, he can he could just as easily compete in a match play format, you know. And so it's uh, that one to me screams playoff. Uh, yeah, good luck. I mean, yeah. I, I would I would have backed Kisner, but like it's just it's hard to see any of those guys winning all three matches. That's that, that was kind of a, a blocker for me. Yeah. Um, so Kisner is not on the auto bet this week. JT is six to five. Louis is eleven to four. Kisner a hundred to thirty. Kuchart five to one in that group. And then this, I think the Spieth group's fascinating. Yeah. Group fifteen. Let's bring up the odds on that one. We've got Jordan Spieth at fifteen to eight. Fitzpatrick nine to four. Connors, who's playing golf. From the highest stratosphere, a hundred to thirty, and Matt Wolf, nine to two. I just think it's kind of written in the stars that Speed gets through that group, and he's the lowest yeah. seed. Yeah. His approach yeah. play since Pebble is outstanding, and he's and he's managed to stop this destructive driving. And actually, in match play, if he has a destructive drive, he loses the hole, and we move on. Yeah, it's not a double or a triple. No. Triple, yeah. I think Spieth no. gets through that group. Yeah, it's quite quite possible, and as you say, that would be a a match that's uh, you 
know, people would be very much looking forward to should it be Jordan Spieth against Justin Thomas. For me, if Thomas makes it through the group, then he'll be, you know, he'll, he'll feel almost indestructible given that it was yeah. one of the tougher groups to get through. So that's kind of my logic with that. But um, yeah, yeah, a tough one. But it's, yeah, no one said it was going to be easy this format. So you've got to, no. you've got to beat a lot of the best players to get yourself through, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the other side of that group, Patrick Cantley, um, Hideki, Carlos Ortiz, Harmon um, in Group 10. And then you've got Patrick Reed, Joaquin Neiman, Christian Bezwadenhut, and Bubba Watson, another former winner in Group Joaquin. 7. As well. Joaquin mm. Neiman, by the way. <laughs> um, Patrick Cantley is 5-4. to four. Uh, Hideki thirteen to five, Harmon at four to one, Carlos Ortiz at five. Do you know what? In that particular group, there is a lot to be going for either Ortiz or Harmon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a I could very, see Harmon. I could see Harmon. very, very dodgy group for the two top seeds. Yeah, Harmon's playing great at the moment, yeah. and this is the kind of golf course that just kind of again clicks right in his wheelhouse. Yep. You know, he is uh, a Kevin so. Kisner sort, isn't he? Great die record. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Playing some great stuff, as you say. Yeah. I'd probably pump on Harmon, you know, in that group. In fact, I don't think he's a bad long shot, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I'm I'm still scrolling for Brian Harmon. I can't can't find him (laughs) in the odds. I'm way down here. I'm I'm down deep. Hang on. Oh, wow. Uh, 80 to 1. 80 to 1. Yeah. Level with Seawood Kim. Kind of right. Yeah, uh, Ortiz has been playing some great stuff as well, and he's a, he's he's a, he can be a fantastic putter, Carlos Ortiz. So yeah, there's definitely life in the lower seeds in that bracket. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whoever gets through is still going to have to come up against potentially a Patrick Reed. Any any love for Reed from you guys, oh, Mister Matchplay? How, Mister, how can, how can Reed not get out, how, how can Reed not get out of that group? I've backed Reed. Twenty-five to one. It it just it feels like a. I was just saying just before the pod. I said, I I think Reed has a match play win in him during his career in this uh, in this event, and so in that respect, twenty-five to one feels like a good price. Um, the group doesn't petrify me. Uh, I think he can use who he is to beat the other guys. Um, you know, his dogged kind of character. Um, yeah, not obviously not 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 a fan of uh, the way he goes about things with like his look, looking for friendly ruling situations or um, doing doing a bit of a uh, I don't know hairdressing or hairbrushing of the grass. You, but, you've been uh, a little politically correct there, Barry. Absolutely, <laughs> as as yeah, fence sitting as possible. Like um, so yeah, like I've ba- I've backed him. I think. I, th- I think he should be a good chance to get out of there at that group. Reed. Bubba's really kind of a bit all over the place at the moment. Reed is um, eleven to eight. Neiman mm. eleven to four. Christian Bezadenhut seven to two. Bubba Watson nine to two. I am not touching Bubba Watson with yours at nine to two. Yeah, Reed gets out of that group. I you, you I mean that that to me, that whole quadrant screams either J T Patrick Reed quarterfinal or J or Jordan Speed Patrick Reed quarterfinal. Yeah. Yeah, that would make for a very good Saturday view. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, let's let's rotate round then. So we've got now the um the bottom right quadrant if you're looking at your bracket, which is mm-hmm. uh, Xander Schofle's um well, Xander Schofle's the sixth seed. John yes. Rahm's actually the uh, the shortest seed, the, the the best seed in this uh, this section. So 
Uh, Rams, uh, third seeded. Let's start at the top though. Xander, uh, Scotty Scheffler, Jason Day, and Andy Sullivan. The winner of that group will play Rory McElroy, Cam Smith, Lanto Griffin, or the postman, Ian Poulter. Xander big... 11, Xander 11 to 8, J Day 5 to 2, Scotty Scheffler 11 to 4. I think there'll be love for Scotty because he's, he's been playing some nice golf, Scotty Scheffler. Andy Sullivan, Mr. Uh, Oh, I'm not even going to go there. Thirteen to two on Andy Sullivan to win that group. Yes, that's a tough old group for Andy Sullivan to try and. Uh, I was going to say fried egg, gentlemen, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we we have like a late night golf betting uh, system podcast story. We should do that sometime. We will, we will do that one day. But yeah. yes, um, who's going first? Yeah, well, I have gone. Gone, Barry. You go. Have you backed anyone with that section, Paul? I have. Yeah, I've. I've, I've Outright, I've backed Jason Day. So um, forty to one. I took I'm with it. you. Um, we're, yeah, in, I, I, I think, we're in. It's it's we're a nightmare. In. It's a podcast tip. Uh, all three. J Day. We're, we're all in. Forty to one. Eight places each way to make it through to the quarterfinals. Yeah, I mean he's got to beat Sheffield. He's got to beat Sullivan. He's got to beat Xander. Um, but Jason Day, he's what 2014 winner over at Dove Mountain. 2016 winner here. He just loves match play, doesn't he? Yeah, great yeah. Direct. How good is his long game at the moment? Where is, his, where, where is he at? Well, what was it? Sawgrass, second strokes going off the tee, second for strokes going tee to green. He lost something like seven and a half um, strokes on the greens at TPC Sawgrass, which mm. just isn't Jason Day. So um, if there's going to be a place where he puts it all together, if his long game's that good, and again, that's not Jason Day, is it? Um, if his long game's that good, then um, he's... Imminently going to do something very, very yeah. special in my view. We 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 started discussing this day for this at the players, wasn't it? Yeah, well, as soon as it finished. And, yep, yep, yep. And from the week before, it was just like, yeah, listen, Jason Day, when's he next playing? Match play? Oh my god, fantastic! I mean, if if there's one kind of sweet thing you'd want to, you know, give you that putting freedom that you've been maybe he's been missing, match play is about as nice a tonic as you could possibly ask for. So. If it can get, if he can get the ball running with the putter, um, I think it's a big case of watch out. Yeah, no, it, we've talked about his long game a number of times on the pod recently, haven't we? And it's just been, it's just been very, very impressive. Which um, it's, it's got to be some seriously good. It's got to yeah. give him a lot of confidence, and you, you build that kind of foundation with your long game, and um, it should should allow him to express himself a bit it, more. It's easy green. as well to overlook Jay, Jason Day in terms of his peak die form, but you work, work it through. He won at Whistling Straits his major at the PGA Championship. Yeah. He's won the players at TPC Sawgrass, and clearly he's a course and format winner here at Austin yeah. Country Club. It's it's fascinating as well to see how this is going to work with the group below. Rory is oh, the yeah. five to four favourite. Mm. Cam Smith at nine to four. The Postman at four to one, and Lanto Griffin at five to one. In that group, I'm taking Cam Smith. It's a tough one, isn't it? It is a tough old group. Again, I, I think I think he'll get out of that group over and above Rory. Even I, I could see an all Australian. Um, shoot out there between Day and Cam Smith to get out that. I'd be okay corner. with that. Yeah, I can. I'd be okay. I, I I backed Smith before. Okay, possibly foolishly before the reveal happened with, with the groups, mm. but even still, I'm not terrified by it because you know Smith is uh, the long game's in great shape. This the kind of course yeah. you can see that would suit his style of play. Um, the putter's good. 
you know, and looking at Rory's got a little bit of uh, internal turmoil going on at the moment. Um, just brought, he's, you know, brought he, Pete Cowan in this week, hasn't he? Just announced Pete Cowan. We don't know to what extent Pete Cowan's um, coming on board for, how long they've actually been engaged for. So there's just there's a lot of uh, distracting narratives for Rory this week. And um, yeah, you could see Rory losing a couple of games. Or you could also see Rory just being his mercurial Rory self and winning all three. Yeah, I mean, so. it's, that's a tough group, really. Po- the postman, well, we know about his match play form, although he's, he's not in great nick. And even Lanto Griffin's been playing some great stuff recently, and he's a fantastic yeah. putter, Griffin. And what have you got to be at a match play event? Awesome mm. putter. So that that group, to me, is a nightmare for McElroy. You it's know, a killer. You Camp, Smith and Griffin and Poulter. Wow. Can you see him strolling through, winning three of three of that? <laughs> Not, oh not. God. Did you if say not what, 11, to, eleven to ten? Was it? Did you say to win yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just can't see that. Isn't it? Like you said, if, you know, you've got to look for roadblocks, and there's a lot of roadblocks there for Rory McIlroy to win this whole event. That's that's tough. Yeah. Mm. No, I can see. I can see why you guys have gone, gone with Smith. It probably, probably does offer an element of uh, value there if uh, if someone else is going to get out of the group other than the favourite. Um, the bottom half of that section, then Daniel Berger, Good. Harris English, Brendan Todd, what Eric kind Van Ruen. Is that Berger English, <laughs> Todd and Van Ruen? Oh my lord, that's got to be the weakest group there, isn't it? Yeah, it's not. Is not Berger going to play or what? Well, yeah, apparently so, but uh, we'll see. Isn't that wild? Like that, you know, he's had a rib issue mm. and you know, p- p- potential for seven rounds this week. You'd want to be very confident in how you're feeling coming off uh, a withdrawal. He's 13 to 10 to win that group. English 11 to 4. Todd 7 to 2. And Eric Van Ruen at 4 to 1. That to me is a really open group. Yeah. Even so, whoever gets through that is going to got to face the likes of, well, John Rahm, uh, Ryan Palmer, Shane Lowry, your mate Shane from last week, Steve, and uh, Juan Sebastian Munoz. Munos, the uh, Munos, the uh, the uh, the predictor model favourite. He, he he certainly pops models, old Munos, doesn't he? Every week. So let's have a look at that group in terms of. Uh, I mean, clearly Ram is going to be the uh, the the favourite to get out of that group. We've got Ram at ten to eleven, or eleven to ten on Palmer seven to two, Lowry four to one, Munos eleven to two. I cannot see anyone stopping John Rahm getting out of that group. No. Ryan Palmer's been playing, some, but Ryan Palmer to win three match play matches in on the. Don't yeah, see, don't with see with that. the way he can with the way he can flip on himself and start beating himself up it. at a moment's notice, nah. you know, and doesn't seem to be able to let that go. That can be that could spin into two or three holes lost in yeah. in no time. And uh, adios. That's that to me is a free pass for Rahm, really. That that's that quadrant is perfect for him, isn't it? Yeah. So it should be Rahm through to the quarters there to face. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm well. We both we're all gone for Jason Day, and then uh, there's a little bit, little sprinkling of mm. Cam Smith in there as well. So um, potentially a, a Rahm versus Day stroke Smith quarter. Barry doesn't a, care as long as Cam Smith and Jason Day beats John Rahm. He, he's he's laughing anyway, isn't he? <laughs> 
But sure, yeah, well, that's the thing. Once uh, once one of them gets to the quarters, then you're free rolling to the mm-hmm. win, which is which is actually a really cool thing about the eight places this year. You know, you didn't have that extra stretch to get to the semi-finals, which has always felt like quite a big ask. But this feels a lot more achievable, and. Uh, for that, yeah, you get one of them through, and you're like you're free rolling. It's uh, it's a pretty sweet situation to be in. But yeah, that's a, that's a nice avenue there for Ram, and it would take him kind of shooting himself in the foot to to not get into the uh, the quarters there. Yeah, agreed. So yeah, what's it? What is what? Are, what is he outright? Uh, oh, Fourteen. So yeah, he's one, one of those okay. guys right at the right at the top of the market. The trouble Which with John's been it, the, the problem with John's been is putter, isn't it? I mean, his approach play, again, at the players was outstanding. He is a die winner. He won that team event with Palmer at TPC Louisiana. But, yeah, don't know. When when you when you might be facing a, a, a kind of Jason Day, the old dog of war in a quarterfinal, or Cam Smith, who can putt lights out. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. 14-1 to 1 doesn't fill me with enthusiasm to win it, really. I think Rams is going to become more and more dangerous the more accustomed to his new Callaway gear he becomes. Yeah. Uh, so th- there's going to be a week he'll just click. He's he's too good. There's a there has to be a win coming in the near future for him. Um, it could uh, be all yes, gusty, to, yeah, twelve to one. It's up. Well, well it's up to us it's, to yeah, it's, pull, it's identify. Certain, yeah. He's certainly been pounding greens recently. If you look, just going back to the uh, you yeah. know, your regular greens and regulation stat, he's been uh, he's been. You're not going to you're not going to be able to move him from near the top of that GIR track uh, of the week no. of the Masters, unfortunately. No, no, no. But it's the and same every year. He's always at the top. Yeah, something's going to click. He's clearly got something right with his irons, which, um, mm. as you mm. say, with the, the, the shift of Callaway's, um, is, is good for him. I think. So where are well, we let's heading go to now? The, the Shambo group, yeah. Yeah, let's go to the final final quarter, shall we? So, well, it's actually Colin, Colin Morikawa's because he's the uh, he's, oh, he's sorry, the yeah. best, the, the top seed in this, at, uh, yeah. the number four. Wow. But yeah, the eye catcher is of course Bryson DeChambeau, who sits in the same group as uh, Tommy Fleetwood, Siwoo Kim, and Antoine Rosner, and they'll face either Tony Finnau, Jason Cockrack, Will Zalatoris, or Dylan Fratelli. Um, yeah, for me, I, I, again, I, my final pick is in that top section, and I've I've opposed Bryson personally, and I've gone with Tommy Fleetwood, who I think can make it out of that group. That that whole Mollywood experience from the last Ryder Cup's got to give him a lot of confidence in this match play format, I think. And uh, you know, even though Bryson's the the short price favourite, and I'm sure you give us the prices in a second for this group. Um, I think he's got more experience, Tommy, to overcome him in this format, and I think he'll grind him down. What did I think he, he came something like tied fortieth last time in twenty nineteen in this uh, event, and it's the only time that he's played it. There's you know there's clearly not as much match play experience from someone like John Rahm, who's relatively still you know still relatively early in his career, and. Um, Oh, at, these listen. These guys played lots of amateur golf. Oh, yeah, as, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Lots of match play in amateur golf. Stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, at this stage, that that to me is a tricky group to call. I could see you know, Bryson, Tommy, or Siwoo getting out of it. Rosner, I, I was probably just a, a, a leap too far too soon. But you know, he's certainly on the ascent in the ascendancy. Shambo eleven yeah. to ten, Tommy eleven to four, Siwoo seven to two, and Rosner the outsider clearly at six to one for that group. 
It's a tough one for Deshambo. That there's no that that Siwoo match, who's clearly mm. I think in my rankings, you know, he ranks second joint or tied second for Pete Dye results in the last five well, years. Will, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's been hitting the ball beautifully. I mean, approach play at the players. Sergio ranked first for strokes gained approach. Siwoo Kim was second at the players. And JT was fifth. Jordan Spieth, sixth. Bryson DeChambeau, seventh. Well, perhaps we can get Siwoo Kim to take at least a half out of uh, Bryson in that uh, group. And then uh, that'll free the road up for Tommy to... <laughs> to, uh, to to make it through, it is a tough one. Again, I guess you have to make the calls in this uh, this format, don't you? And uh, yeah, Fleetwood forty to one to to make well forty to one outright. So again, eight places, so three to the quarterfinals there. And um, should he win that group, then you've got the likes of Tony Finau, Jason Cockrack, uh, Will Zalatoris, Dylan Fratelli. I don't think there's a great deal of um, fear there to, to make. I it thought this the group was very match. open. Yeah. Finau six uh Finau is six to four, Zalatoris thirteen to five, Jason Cokrag eleven to four, and Dylan Fratelli five to one. The way that he's been playing recently, I I wouldn't mind Jason Cokrag in that group. Yeah. Actually he's been putting much better, hasn't he? You know, he's always one of these players that you look at as a you know strong team. Putting really well. Yeah, yeah, it's mm. been noticeable. He certainly stepped up a level, Kokrek, over the last uh, last few months. Barry, you're a T4 fan, are you? Do, you? do you see T4 getting through that group comfortably, or do you think there's real dangers in there? He's going to be... Uh... Look, he, what did he... He had that pretty poor round there recently, but it was just a... It just kind of felt like an aberration almost. Oh, Sawgrass. Well, that, that course. Yeah, yeah. Now. Which it's is like, fine. It's just the Antichrist of Sawgrass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they could do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Yeah. Look, he's, he's going to He's going to want to prove something to himself, and not in terms of just getting a win, but just uh, a little bit of match play with the Ryder Cup yeah, on the yeah, horizon. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a tricky one to come out of because Zalatoris is just playing remark, remarkable golf. Mm. So, uh, and and Kokrak playing well and pounding the ball a lot. You know, it's um, that's that's a that's another question mark group for me. It's tricky, but uh, if, you know, if Tony gets if Tony gets going, um, who knows? Yeah, it's quite a, quite a weak quarter. Full stop. I think I I think I counted seven out of the sixteen were debutants in this format of the game. So. In this, mm. this event, at least. So, mm. a few of them have got their work cut out, I guess. In the, in the bottom half of that, Victor Hovland, um, Abraham Anser, Bernd Wiesberger, and Kevin Streelman. Again, not an overly strong group. Um, and then Colin Morikawa, uh, Billy Horschel, Max Homer, and JT Poston um, in the bottom half of that. And again, you know, the, you could make a case for Morikawa, although he's making his um, debut again in this, uh, in this particular event. That's a rough group. That one, that last one, Morikawa group. Like you could see, and you easily see any of the four winning that group. You know, although Poston played absolute garbage last week. Uh, after I, 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 I shouted him out on the podcast. He was three under through four or five holes, and I was thinking, "This is great." Off we go. Morikawa uh, five to yeah. four. Sorry, Barry. But Morikawa okay. five to four. Homer three to one. Horschel one hundred to thirty. JT Poston five to one. Homer's been playing some beautiful stuff, hasn't he? Yeah. That's not an easy group for Morikara. And if one thing goes wrong with Morikara, we know it's the putter. 
Even Billy yeah, Ho. Could, it, when Billy Ho clicks, it, Billy Ho. I mean, look at what he did at that WGC. The, the, in fact, the same. It was the week Morikawa won. Horschel was outstanding that week. That's a tough group, that is. Yeah, yeah. He's never. It was he played four times. Never made it past the uh, the. Well, his, his best in the old format was seventeenth. So you know he's made it through a couple of rounds here or there. But uh, is this his special. debut, Morikawa, in the match? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because of course they didn't play last year. So, no, of course um, not. A lot of these younger lads are, are making their their, their first. Uh, and then the first what's the group of the group above is thirteen. Let's just run through the odds quickly on that. Hovland at five, to, uh, thirteen to ten, best price. Answer twelve to five. Strillman nine to two. Wiesberger nine to two. So, have you guys got any bets at all in this uh, quarter? Uh, if you're going down the route of feast mm, or famine, no. Paul. Sorry, Barry, I'll jump in. If you, if we're going through the feast or famine, for me, there's two players in this that win this. It's either JT or it's Bryson DeChambeau of the short, short prices at the top. And the thing with DeChambeau I like is he's clearly playing some outstanding stuff, but this golf course could play two ways to him. He could be the, the sensible conservative Bryson that he was at the players when he got into the contention before it all went wrong on Sunday and he could play that way or he can start having a pop at some of these par fours a real pop at them with the driver and we just know with DeChambeau his approach play recently has been outstanding again I mentioned him a minute ago 7th for approach just behind JT at the players he was also 12th for approach when he won at the Arnold Palmer. And that quarter to me, I mean, you're on Fleetwood. Yeah, fine, good call. But with Finau in there, Hovland in experience, Morikawa in experience, I could see DeChambeau getting out of there. And we're talking about roadblocks. Yeah, Siwoo Kim potentially. But I think DeChambeau, when he's got this momentum, he's got a decent Pete Dye record. You look at how well he's done at um, Harbortown over the years. Uh, for me, of the top of the board, we throw in Ram, McElroy, Dake, DJ. I'm either backing DeChambeau or I'm, I'm backing JT. So DEC for me. Fair enough. What about you, Barry? I did jump in, sorry. No, no, I'm just like, I have nobody in that section, but um, I can certainly see answer being the only roadblock to Hovland getting out of his group because mm-hmm. Wiesberger is not playing well. Streel, Streelman, yeah. you just you just Never don't know. think he quite had. At his vintage when it comes to match play, it just doesn't seem like the, the kind that works well enough in match play, you know, against uh, somebody young and hungry like Hovland or answer. Um, I think he gets through. Then it's uh, that could be a pretty juicy um, round of 16 match. You know, if you get a Homa or Morikawa through there, have a good match between them. Between them, you can see a Ryder Cup preview, singles preview. Yeah, potentially. You could you could see an answer Homer there, Homer out of his group, an answer because mm. he's a true Pete Dye specialist. I'll put him up at the players. He loves Pete Dye designs answer. It's just whether he puts. It's always the same with Abraham. Can be absolutely disgusting with the putter, but you know he might click this week. Is there any way to do a lay double on Marikawa and McElroy not getting out of their groups? Yeah, maybe. 
Yeah, tricky one. I don't know how to figure that one out. No, no, it's tricky. <laughs> we're we're an hour and six into this podcast, so we need to wrap up. We're yeah, do you know, what I thought I'd do just quickly because we've we've mentioned sixty four names, and it may may well be a little confusing for people listening. So, yeah. um, just to clarify, the four players, one from each quarter that I've backed, I've backed yeah. Justin Thomas at twelve to one with the eight places, Jason Day at forty to one, eight places. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood forty to one with eight places, and Tyrrell Hatton twenty eight to one again with the eight places each way. Um, you, you guys, just to clarify, which have you been on? I'm going Casey from his area, Deshambo from his, JT from his, and J Day. Those are my four. I have Jason Day, Patrick, well, sorry, Pat, starting at the lowest odds, Patrick Reed, Jason Day, Cam Smith, and Mark Leishman. I have, a, I will, I have a horrible, sneaky feeling, you know, that, that Jordan Spieth might win this, but I haven't backed, <laughs> yeah. I haven't backed him. Oh, I'm not that fear. This is like the fear we had when you're looking at him at 18 to 1 going into the Masters, and you're like, nah, he can't do it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he just ripped it apart. I just have what a sneaky feeling it's written in the stars, but there you go. 22s with eight places. Yeah, good. I'm well, very much looking forward to it, actually. It should be it should be some good entertainment and nothing else over the next few days. I, I wish there was more than one match play event on the PGA Tour each year. It's Even if they did a shorter field like they have done on the European Tour, um, or some sort of modified format, like, it's just an, it's just exciting and it's a change of pace from the usual 72 hole stroke play like last week I don't know if you had like a mini match play event or something I don't know um, just really looking forward to it it all feels like it ends too soon uh, after the week and it, you know it's done for a year although this year we do get the Ryder Cup but um, it, it's it'd be nice if there was a, a one or two other events throughout the year that embraced the match play format indeed indeed Corrales Championship. I'll just throw some out f- up for that. Uh, Coral in the end pool have gone six places each way of 50 odds at the Corrales. They've actually got oh, some okay. prices out. Um, Corrales, alternate event, um, long coastal golf course, 7,670 yards. Dominican Republic, lots of wind this week, but warm wind, 27, 28 degrees. Scoring here tends to be 18 under, gets the job done. We've had Bryce Garnett win here. Graham McDowell, and last September was Hudson Swafford. I've got four for this. Clearly, the full preview is up at Golf Betting System. Um, I'm going in reverse order on price. I'm going for podcast favourite, TPJ, Ted Potter Jr., 100-1. to Loves a coastal golf course. I've got Bryce Garnett, the horse for the course, 50 to 1, six places each way of 50 odds with William Hill. Um, the Garnet bet was also six places each way of 50 odds with Unibet. I've got Seb Stracker, one and a half points each way, 40 to 1, seven places each way with Paddy Power. Stracker likes this course. Um, really good player when it comes to, for me, it's a, it's a mid to long iron golf course. You actually look at this, they, like all of the par, four, uh, par threes were above 200 yards. There's some long fours and gettable fives. So I think for anything out from 175 out, and um, it was interesting. Um, we had a situation with the interviews last year where um, the uh, Stafford or Swafford said exactly the same thing. I love this golf course. It's all about long, um, mid to long irons, and that's why I play well here. 
Um, Stracker's statistics from 175 and out, really, really impressive. So Sepp Stracker, 45 to 1. And the one that broke my heart yesterday, he was chalked up at 45 to 1 on first show by Bet365, who I don't think anyone got their prices out after that um, within six hours. Um, so 45 to 1 he was first shout. He then was 35 to 1 with Paddy Power when they came out. And I just saw his price shrinking as people were getting on him. Anyway, Chucky Three Sticks, Charles Howe the Third, I'm on him at 28 to 1. Seven places each way, 50 odds with Boyle Sports. His play at um, his play at uh, the players was absolutely phenomenal. Um, he was third for T to Green at the players, and he shot a six under 64 to end. Sorry, he was third for T to Green. That's it. He was only behind JT, Jason Day, and then we've got Charles Howe the third for strokes gained T to Green. And if you look at Howe, and you look at courses that link to this. Sony Open at Wailai Country Club and El Chameleon Mayakoba Golf Classic. Those are absolutely the perfect courses to link into this. So I think Charles Howe third at 28 to 1. So Howell, Straka, Garnet, and TPJ are my four at the Corrales. Any any bets for you two? Um, I bet Pat Perez, 70 to 1. Um, Pasper King. Yeah, actually, if you go through, um, there's a number of different variables you've added to this week's predictor on the um, on the Corrales, but he currently tops, out of this field, um, Paspal and Putting, Coastal Form, Resort Course, and um, your Humidity Stack as well, uh, stat. Um, also, 8th for par 72 um, scoring as well. So, um, he, statistically, he's very, very strong on this style of track. Um, 21st last year on debut, only time he's played. Um, closed with the 68, that was his best round, so clearly started to get his head around it. Um, yeah, the, the form's nothing special, hence the price, but uh, this isn't a particularly special field, is it? No, it's so, awful uh, field, yeah. Perez yeah, is quite happy, quite happy to take him at 70 to 1. Uh, Matt Every's playing as well, so when there's some first round leader prices, I'll take, take Matt Every first round leader also. Yay! <laughs> He's back. Barry, I take it you're on Charlie Hoffman at 18 to 1, the favourite this week, yeah? Oh, all in, yeah. <laughs> Come on. What the hell? The bookies are just Charlie allergic. Like, he shows a tiny glimpse of, like, being able to hold a golf club and they just, like, r- get the marker and just cut yeah. his price but, I mean, look at that top four. I mean, I, I, I slipped my wrist when not picking Brandon Grace at the Puerto Rico a few weeks ago, another tournament like this. But you looked at Grace. Grace could just, you know, worldwide winner. Clearly the best player in that field, and I picked... Tom Lewis over him, but we won't go down that route. You look at the top four in this betting. Charlie Hoffman, Thomas Peters, Emiliano Grillo, and Thomas Dietrich. He's like, whoa. No, no, no. The no, anti-winners. No. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Who are you gone for? I don't know. I'm kind of... Not bothered. Yeah. I, d- I don't really have anybody at the moment, right. to be honest. Um, I find it... Yeah, I'm finding it a tricky one. I have a, I just, I was looking back at the Mayakoba just to kind of get a vibe for golf and that kind of, uh, let's say, so, almost tropical environment. Yeah, Caribbean. Um, yeah. And just looking at who went well there, and there's a hell of a lot of guys in like the top fifteen, top twenty, um, occupying those spots that aren't playing in this week. So. You have to look a bit, you know, deep down to maybe like Patrick Rogers was like the best place of the guys playing this week, and John uh, Jonathan Vegas, Joel Damon, 
but like there's just nobody that's screaming like ma matching that up with a uh, good price value uh, so no that was the trouble i think i might just take a pass on this one this week and uh and enjoy the match play keep your powder dry you do that right well, let's close yeah. this podcast let's close it down boys it's been a long one but you know it's the world match play isn't it so it was going to be a long one are we recording is this my imagination or we're recording a master's research pod this week Yes, we are. Potentially, yeah. everyone get a, get a date. It will be soon enough anyway, guys. So, listeners, you may find that pre-weekend, our Masters 2021 research podcast is released. Always one of my favourite podcasts of the year. And we, we, we could just go back and edit last year's one, <laughs> just remove the years, bleep them out. <laughs> yeah, probably, well, thanks for your time, gentlemen. I hope your bets go well. It's uh, I, I like watching the match play. Clearly, yeah. over five days, and there's plenty of action on uh, on Sky, so it's all good. Yeah, good fun. Yeah, best of luck, guys. Best of luck, everybody. Best of luck, everybody. We'll be back later this week with our Masters 2021 Research Podcast. As ever, if you could leave us a five star review, you power the podcast. That would be absolutely fabulous. We'll see you again soon. Goodbye.